When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to Knocking Doors Down, brought to you by KDD Media Company. I eventually went to prison. You know what I'm saying? You know, that reckless, careless behavior on those bad decisions led me to going to prison, led me to paying, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on lawyers, hundreds of thousands of dollars on fines, um, and me practically, you know, almost losing everything I had and having to, like, rebuild it back up. So that was also documented, too. But I have to take accountability because Mm -hmm. I'm the one that was doing all that stuff, you know? This is Knocking Doors Down, a podcast where we talk to those who have gone through adversities and turned it into their advantages, be it addiction, uh, trauma, all kinds of different stuff, but uh, we've had some really great guests. And uh, Mikey. Jason. We're going to be talking with Mike the Situation Sorrentino. Yeah, buddy! Of course, uh, I'm your host, Jason Lachance, a history of uh, alcoholism, some family and childhood trauma, and of course, Mikey. Well, he's uh, he's had some adversities, too. A little stint in uh, some rehab himself. Yeah, you know, got myself busted a time or two. <laughs> well, we've taken all those experiences, and we sit down and talk with uh, really awesome people. And Mike, the situation, no different, uh, opens up about falling into his addiction while uh, on the Jersey Shore, what that was like to be in the eye of the storm and literally under a microscope while going through so many different situations. And, of course, he opens up even about his prison time and rebuilding his life afterwards. I can't imagine just being filmed doing Because we've all acted dumb and stupid in yeah. our drunken party days. And to be filmed, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, when I first started, there was no Instagram or Snapchat. Now there is, so you got to be careful. But these fools are on camera 24-7, watched by millions, like, fuck. Yeah. Talk about, what did I do last night? Oh, just turn on the TV. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Yeah. It's a recounting of uh, your ups and downs, for sure, when you're under that uh, that watchful eye. Oh, yeah. Well, we thank you guys for listening, and if you have yet to subscribe to the podcast, please do so on whatever platform you're listening on. Of course, we're on Apple Podcast app, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. We are everywhere. And we, of course, couldn't do this without 5150 inside the 5150 studios. If you want more on the great uh, clothing that we wear, you'll see in a lot of our social media posts that uh, Mikey and I have on. Click that link. Of course, it is time for the holidays, so pick yourself up some 5150 gear. Anything else before we get to the situation? Let's get to it. You know, it's a blessing to be yeah. in this position, but it all comes down to decisions, right? Right. You're, right. you know, in life, you're a product of your decisions. If you're making good decisions, you start to go in like a positive trajectory. Right. If you're making bad decisions, uh, then you have to look in the mirror and, and say, you know what? Like, I'm the one that's making the bad decisions. Like, I got to fix it. I got to make some changes. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, momentum's important. It's such an important factor in life in anything. Facts. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, hi, folks. We're sitting here with Mike Sorrentino, <laughs> a.k.a. The Situation, Jersey Shore. And, of course, uh, 
sober, which I'm loving it, man. So it was cool. We we had a we were sitting, Mikey, with Mike, and we had this conversation prior to recording. It's like shit. We should have just had microphones going then. Yeah, you know? I know, right? But we pe- had like a little bit of a pizza party. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're celebrating you. Which was it New Jersey thing. pizza though, Mike? Right? It well, was good pizza. It was, good, it was not, not New Jersey, New Jersey pizza. Okay. I'm gonna have to say, guys, that New Jersey and New York have the best pizza in the country. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, no, I was telling you when I went to Jersey, uh, Patterson, New Jersey, which is known for more dead people than alive for people that don't know it's kind of like the cemetery area yeah. of jersey but uh the stereotypical thing happened went to sal's pizza parlor with sal and sal jr you know yeah and, so. and his grandfather was probably named sal as well uh, but also if we're on the uh topic of stereotypical we have to explain to the listeners what my outfit today yeah uh, which uh, I have a velour jumpsuit on, guys. Philo. Yeah, a Philo. But it stoked. looks fantastic. You it, wear it well, bro. It's, extreme, <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> comfortable, but it's so stereotypical of me. <laughs> and, like, this guy, you know, this Italian guy coming to have a podcast with him, and he's wearing a, uh, a Soprano-esque uh, velour jumpsuit. <laughs> I'm so. kind of bummed out there wasn't a gold chain, but, you know. Yes, it is yes. What it is. You know what? Back in the day, I was so reckless with, like, watches and chains sure. that, like, the new, the new like, improved me that you know doesn't get them because the old me used to be so reckless and sure. lost them and uh was doing all that crazy stuff right, right. it's odd how we start to shed some certain shit when when we make changes you know yeah because yeah. I, I i used to prior to kids so i don't didn't embarrass my kids with black nails rings on every finger when guy liner was the rocker thing yeah. you know because that was what i was into and then my kid's mom you know we were at concerts five days a week and partying it up and all the crazy shit so that's the good thing about getting older right some learn from their mistakes turn their l's into lessons mm-hmm. you know we get better as we get older yeah and then others um unfortunately might be pointing sure. and, and watching and you know have to eventually get on that on that path yeah yeah which so, go ahead mike i wanted to tell you this because you know we got mike from jersey shore you guys gym tan laundry that's your thing yes you obviously can lift way more than me um you can tan better than me but i got you on laundry bro oh that's the best that's, i haven't heard that one for that's i just a good had one. to tell you that yes just, uh, now we can continue with everything yeah we've been else, gtling but, for over uh, 11 years now time, and at the on the, the core of that acronym it, it it makes sense at the sure. end of the day it's you got to go to the gym Absolutely. if you want to look good you got to go tan or else you're going to be pale right. and if you don't do laundry you ain't got no clothes exactly so the gtl thing has lasted all these, these years <laughs> and, and we still continue to do it today it's yeah. a lifestyle yeah. oh that's funny because i i used to work briefly in professional wrestling in a small regional area and that was the thing about the guys like man that one guy was so talented why didn't he get over well, he wasn't tan enough you know it's like so, <laughs> that's you know? crazy oh my god i always wanted i don't think i I've ever been on like the world wrestling is it the entertainment now yeah. WWE now I haven't I don't think I've ever been and I'm gonna have to talk to some management about getting on yeah. oh, yeah. I have to see what something love it. maybe the the introduction of the situation or maybe the inspiration or maybe the mediation Mr. Ab Mr. Abtastic yes. the situation himself yeah there the inspiration's go. good That's the inspiration's good, good. listen I, I previously I'm known as the I've been the incarceration <laughs> uh, and I'm currently the probation because I'm on probation right now <laughs> I forgot about that uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, damn. But on the show, but on the show right now, we're trying to mediate the girls um, to sort of you know get back together and things like that. So hence, uh, right now, my sh- the name uh, the name that I'm dubbing myself is the mediation. 
Okay. <laughs> I could do so many things with that 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 Asian, really that Asian right? Asian. You could do a yeah. lot. Yeah. You better yeah. start throwing a little TM at the end of all this shit, you know, trademark. Yes. Trademark. You know, I got in trouble back in the day for uh. trademarking too many things. <laughs> yeah. You know, because at the end a lot like, of times hey Mike, what now? Yeah, they don't yeah, they don't work a lot of the times, you know. I was trademarking everything in sight, Googling anybody that would like use anything and, and it was just a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's uh I always find it it, it interesting. Um the longer I'm in recovery, is that so many of us have a story of things that start from childhood. So tell me about Mike the kid. What were you like? Oh, were you rambunctious? Did you have the like, kid-o-ation. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like the parents that were like, you know, get Mike off to this game, the football yeah. game, you know? What was um, it? You know, if I was going to talk about when I was uh, a kid, my mom said I was a, you know, a very quiet kid. Um, yeah. But once I started getting into grade school, maybe like seventh, eighth grade, um, she said I started to like come alive a bit. I was, you know, class clown. I was into sports my whole life. I was into karate at age six to sixteen. Football. Uh, once I hit high school, it was it was girls. Um, so uh, mostly, I was a very outgoing kid into sports, um, and um, definitely a people person, mm-hmm. and a good heart. Um, mainly uh, like to be funny, things like that. I guess maybe back in the day. I, I sought out a lot of attention, probably. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and then we went into college. I graduated and got an associate's degree, not the bachelor's. Uh, and right around that time, I was discovered for Jersey Shore while I was trying to be a uh, fitness model slash stripper. <laughs> How did that come about? Like, where did they discover you at? Where were you? Um, that particular year, um, I was uh, trying to be into entertainment. So I okay. went into New York City and I got signed to uh, a fitness agency. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Where pretty much for the rest of my life, I would be doing JCPenney ads, probably. You know, right. Listen, I don't know, but something like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, during that time period of going on Go Sees, I bunked into casting director saying, Wesley, we're going to have a casting uh, call at, at down at the shore for uh, a new reality show for Viacom. And that's how I got into the casting call. I bunked into VH1, which were the people that were running that particular casting call. And they were trying to do a reality show about uh, Italians. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe they were going to call it America's Biggest Guido. <laughs> yep. I didn't really like the um, uh, the title because no. I, I, I thought that it was like making fun of Italians. I can see, how and you I, would, I was yeah. like, you know what? I want to be famous. I want to be on TV. I didn't necessarily want to be a reality uh, star. I wanted to be into um, modeling or, or fitness or, uh, or or acting. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I just happened to fall into reality TV because of this casting call. Uh, VH1 said, um, you know, my casting called that, like, you're the guy we're looking for. You know, you're fit, uh, you're shredded, you have a, you know, a great personality. Um, and the casting, or, or actually the pilot was me just going out mm-hmm. and, and, and at a club and, and what I do dur- during the week. Um, eventually VH1 kept that pilot and they pushed it for about a year. Mm-hmm. Eventually it got picked up a year later. The producers would call me. Once a month, Mike, you're great. You're going to make it. Everything's going to be good. <laughs> I dropped out of college, you know, the whole nine, right. like a lot of people do when yeah. you're trying to get in entertainment. Uh, and eventually it really did pop. I really did take that chance. And a year later, they said uh, um, MTV picked it up, took it away from VH1 uh, in 2009. And then once they picked it up, the show, that's when they started to build a show um, around me and some of the other castmates. I right. know that I was definitely one of the first 
if not the first person that they saw. Mm. Uh, after that, then they grabbed Snooki, Polly, and everyone else in 2009, right. and we started the show. Did you know anybody beforehand? I knew Sammy. Uh -huh. I knew uh, Angelina. Uh, just from you know going out in that area, sure, you know, if you're in, in Central Jersey and things like that, yeah. uh, you see the same people out all the time, um, and uh, and that was it. Ronnie was from the Bronx. Uh, Paulie was from Ro uh, uh, Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Vinny was from Staten Island. Uh, Angelina was from Staten Island. Uh, Sammy was from New Jersey. Dina was from New Jersey. Uh, and JWoww was from, I think, Long Island. So I hope I didn't okay. miss anyone. They'll be really pissed if I didn't miss. <laughs> you uh, heard I know it here first if you yes. did. <laughs> yeah, and Snook, Snooki, oh my God, Snooki was from uh, Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Now, and oh, Dina. from Poughkeepsie, dear. Yeah, Dina, she got picked up because Sammy left, right? That's how uh, Dina got. So. Because uh, Angelina left. Angelina, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not Sammy. Yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah Sammy left a couple years later. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, Angel so she kind of lucked out in that way, right? Because she's... Big now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Everything happens in life. You know, uh, another person's trash is another person's treasure. I Absolutely. guess, right? You know, yeah. she left. She didn't want to be on the show anymore. And the next thing you know, it. Um, you know, Dina stepped in mm -hmm. and, and, and excelled, and she's doing great ever since. They got their right. second meatball. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, she's uh, pregnant, going on uh, her second kid right yeah, now. So awesome. Congratulations, yeah, Dina. That. Yeah, that's yeah awesome. no, it's a, it really is when you know that's one of the weird things about. Being there on, on TV, you know, I'm curious how you handle it because we had recently talked with uh, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, that, I mean, you know, all the stuff that, that she went through, obviously, and just the way that she handled it. And she actually made fun of us said, you guys are way more fucked up than I am. I've yeah. never had an addiction issue or anything oh, else. Yeah? I just changed my gender. Oh, uh, my I'm God. So I just your guys' <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the hell you'd want to interview me. Oh, my, my God. I mean, she's got a point. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, yeah, shit. to each his own, right? Yeah. But was there a point with as the celebrity grew of the show that you felt you kind of had to be a little bit more on all the time there was because i can relate what you were saying about being the entertainer in class the class clown that was me that's humor got me through any and all of my insecurities so i was curious did it kind of start to take off especially with i mean social media my addiction or me trying to play a part playing a part because because you, you you were yeah, the villain, no, which it's 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 so funny to sit here and talk with you now. It's like this is the nicest freaking guy on the yeah, planet. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do have a nice uh, image now, but back then. <laughs> uh, but what you're talking about, yeah, you know what? When we were filming in our twenties, um, I definitely amped it up. Mm -hmm, you sure. know what I mean? I I definitely took some inspiration from. Uh, I know we were talking about it before, but the uh, World Wrestling uh, Federation, <laughs> as they're playing a part and they're really oh, amping yeah. it up. So I thought to myself, well, what happens if they have a reality TV character that plays a part but really amps it up? Right. And, and back then I was sort of like a, a bad guy. And those are actions really were me. We really reality and I was really doing some wild things. But I, I definitely amped it up, you know, to, to make it almost like a, a character. Yeah. Um, and as the money and fame increased, um, I'm sure, you know, the craziness did as well. Yeah. Well, and it, I got to – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I got to give you guys credit too, like I was saying, because – I've done a lot of dumb shit in my 20s, but to be filmed the entire time yeah. for the whole world to see, because you guys had millions and millions of views, for millions and millions of people to see me doing all that, I get pissed off if I do something dumb and somebody's snapping somebody else and I'm just in the background. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what did, did you hear that? Fuck. You know, but you guys are on TV and everyone's seeing this, so I can't imagine... I don't know if you felt pressure. Yeah, there definitely was some pressure. I mean, right. I, I would be lying if I said there wasn't. Um... Yeah, I mean, listen, um, we just, I try to be as authentic and genuine 
as I could, knowing the camera was on me, maybe at the t at certain times a little too real, sure. um, where you know people were like, well, like, what is this guy doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would he want to present that image on TV? Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, you signed up for this a yeah. long time ago. You're getting, you're getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah. So um, I got to take the good with the bad. Mm -hmm. um, and at that particular time, in the earlier Jersey Shore days, I reveled in being uh, the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess maybe my standpoint at that particular time period was like, somebody's got to be the bad guy. I guess I'll <laughs> yeah. be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and and they always say in TV, like, yeah, somebody does have to be the villain mm -hmm. in, in reality TV or even in, in a movie. Yeah. So I guess I reveled in that particular point. But also... We also have to talk about the uh, the opposite of that is when you are doing those negative behaviors. I eventually went to prison. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that reckless, careless behavior on those bad decisions led me to going to prison. Right. Led me to paying you know hundreds of thousands of dollars on lawyers, hundreds of thousands of dollars on fines, um, and me practically you know almost losing everything I had and having to like rebuild it back up. So yeah. that was also documented too. But I have to take accountability because mm -hmm. I'm the one that was doing all that stuff. Right. You know, that's so. the thing about that, that, and I've tried to explain to people that care about me very much but maybe you know relationships got severed you know I had a long-term relationship that had to end because of, of my addiction and of course you know I had a chaotic marriage but we get along great now but that people don't understand is that even though it is you so many of these actions and things that happen really aren't you because you're not in a very state true. of sobriety but no matter what you have to fucking own it because they're still your actions it's still you yeah so it's I, all, I like I like the way you said that. Yeah, it's almost True. like a doppelganger in yes. the world. So it's like you taking on the villain role in this, which doesn't seem like you sitting here yeah. talking. I'm yeah. seeing this guy I yeah. smiling. Nice guy. And, I really <laughs> like what, I, I really like what he just said because, but technically, you got to bring it back to that decision, the original decision that you yeah. took the substance. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was one of your best decisions. So uh, although it may have led to me. Uh, you know, having bad relationships with MTV at that time period sure. in the early years, losing friends like Snooki and Pauly and everybody else, and maybe even losing future relationships with other TV networks because they're like, wow, we can't control this guy. Mm -hmm. sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I have to own it because the, that original decision was me being naive and saying, you know what, like I can handle this. And yeah. I and, and the fact of the matter was, I had an uh, addictive personality. I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. I guess I can't necessarily blame myself. I have to forgive myself because I wasn't yeah. educated in addiction. I wasn't educated in knowing who I was as a person. Um, but years later, I, I did find out who I was. Mm -hmm. And now I only feed myself positive behaviors. And I stay away from anything negative because I know that there's always a chance that there's that that person inside that's that's a beast, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, Gotta and keep we really, in check. Uh, uh, us addicts really do every day work to fight off that fucking beast and he's keep a, it at bay he's always there oh yeah he's always there you know they, once in a while you get him whispering like you know let's do this let's do that like nah man yeah. uh, we, we we know the answer yeah. to that yeah yeah we know how that's gonna go yeah we just got out of prison guys for <laughs> yeah. almost a year like we know how that's gonna go but you know better now so now it's like time to do better and that's yeah. the that's the good thing about us uh, in recovery, you know, especially the people that have, you know, years under the belt, they, they know the way, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. All you have to do is continue to do the one day at a time and continue to sort of like work on yourself. And that's really what I've been doing. Yeah. yeah. How much did support groups mean for you? Uh, I would say support groups meant tons uh, for me. In the beginning, I did uh, 90 meetings in 90 days. Oh, you oh, did wow. the 90-90. I did the 90 and 90. Um, 
I, I would do a meeting a day or sometimes two meetings a day and you know for probably up to like three years probably okay. two or three years probably I did aftercare and an and outpatient and one-on-one -on -one treatment with a, a professional therapist for almost a year so mm -hmm. aftercare was like a year um, so eventually um, those um, Meetings turned into like service work where I visit treatment centers now going on to I'm going to be five years clean and sober uh, on in December coming up. Nice. Congratulations. So, yeah, what's, what's the day? Uh, December 24th, Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. You could imagine five years ago, Christmas Eve, I thought it was a good idea. And that's yeah. a hell of a <laughs> present to your friends and family. Too. It is. Yeah. Oh, my and God. It, it really is. Because uh, I wouldn't have learned all the things that I that I know now to sort of, you know, live my best life or be my best self. Those tools that you learn in recovery, um, I pass on to my wife, my family, sure. how we like live our life with integrity. You have that peace. You have that purpose now. And you have so you have a million reasons why not to turn the other way sure yeah sure you know the thing that trips me out about uh, you know like addicts it's so interesting because you are known for being a fitness guy good looking dude oh, great yeah. body that you could be so active in your addiction granted me it was alcohol and, yeah you know like I, we were talking prior to you know it do an 18 pack a night easy and you know as skinny as I am, but bloated. And yeah. You were still, like, looked phenomenal. I, I and so it's, it's not something yeah, that, that for me... Yeah, that pisses me off. Why are you guys so fit all the time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in my uh, active addiction days, I was still in, in very good shape. It took a long time for, uh, you know, uh, the pendulum to swing towards the negative side where, um, you know, where eventually you had to, I guess, address that. Right. Um, but I've always been into fitness and definitely right. in recovery, I've used that tool to help me. Oh, I'm I, I, sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I always talk to people all the time. It's almost like you have a car, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you don't, you know, put gas in that car, you don't, you don't get an oil change for that car. You don't get a car wash. Guess what? You ain't going to have no car. It ain't going to be running. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to be looking good. Same mm -hmm. thing with your body, whether you're in recovery or not. Mm -hmm. You have to take care of your body. You have to uh, keep the body moving mm -hmm. or else if you don't keep the body moving, uh, it's going to go the opposite way. Sure. Mm -hmm. So that it's a big belief for me. So, and that's just one of um, the aspects that I, that I, that I work on, you know, mind, body, soul, I like sure. to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And how's that translated to, to family life? Of course, you know, married man now. Yeah. And how trippy is that too? Do you kind of feel, you know, being near five years through recovery, such a separation from that that guy that was? That oh, the like, crazy party guy? Yeah, crazy party guy. And it's oh. like, here, I had a beautiful wife. And oh, it, God. Um, I'm so proud of myself, man. Five years clean and sober is a That's, monster accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so proud to be here with you guys talking about such positive topics, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to help other people, you know, listen to my story and be like, yo, if Mike the situation could get up, <laughs> like if he could get up, man, like I can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's uh, another awesome reason to do it. So, um, but it feels great to be a family guy. You know, when you lived such a crazy party life, right? Mm. You don't need to turn back. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure once in a while the devil whispers in your ear. Yeah. We all know that. Um, and he tells you that you can't withstand the storm. Mm hmm but we whisper back, I am the storm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The devil's always going to be there. You know that. But you, oh, yeah. if you got the tools in your tool belt to to, to respond and, and act accordingly, you're going to be okay. Right. I just didn't have the tools back then. Back then I was a, a savage.
But yeah. now you do. I, and you're now I now. do. Now I got the wife. We just celebrated our, our second uh, wedding anniversary. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Working on having a family. Ho- uh, hopefully soon we'll have some awesome. good news. But you got a dog though, right? I got a dog. Oh, there Moses. You go. There you go. Moses. Shout is out an angel. Moses. What's yeah, up, Moses? Golden Retriever Moses. He's definitely the, the main uh, character on the new season of Jersey Shore Family <laughs> Vacation. Uh, and if you guys don't know, Jersey Shore Family Vacation airs every Thursday, 8, 7 Central, only on MTV. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and Moses is like the, the dog like you know full house had the fucking dogs so yeah Jersey Shore got the yeah. Dog. exactly yeah. yeah he's a he's a good fit you know what i mean but this whole jersey shore family vacation series is a documentation of me trying to turn my life around which mm-hmm. i can i can show my kids one day yeah. you know from season one to now season four the documentation of me you know being a good man yeah making good decisions having good friends in my life making good decisions being a, a good role model mm-hmm. if if anyone chooses so yeah. um I mean, listen, back in the day, different case, but it's a good story that anyone can refer to. When you guys first like came out, was it hard to watch once it aired and all yeah, that? Or yeah. did you watch it? For, first well, certain seasons were hard to watch. Other seasons, I was making just so much money, I didn't care. I it didn't wasn't, watch. Yeah. I was just like, right. um, but but then again, that's the young and the dumb, immature uh, former version of yourself mm-hmm. that um, is not making good decisions, didn't watch or care for his work. Mm-hmm. Now, these days, I'm looking up in dictionaries like different Asians and <laughs> yeah. different quotes yeah. to recite on camera so that I can hit you with something profound on TV. We're like, you know what? That was pretty cool, you know, what he just said. Something positive. Yeah, something positive. Yeah. I mean, listen, I recently butchered the a fable recently on TV, the the frog and the scorpion, but I think the, <laughs> I think the, uh, the audience got Got it. Um, <laughs> I, I recited the uh, fable of the scorpion and the frog, and, yeah. and and the moral of that story is to watch the true nature of people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also to really the, the scorpion, and the frog, for people that don't know, is uh, you know help yourself too. The scorpion did itself no favors. Yeah. Know? Yeah. A, a, so. And a, exactly, it's just always just keep the mind uh, of the true nature of people, uh, it, no matter what's happening in mm-hmm. your life. And it, and it's something. And those fables and those quotes that I spit out, although sometimes cliche. Uh, if you really read them, uh, they really do mean something. Yeah. And if and for people in recovery and other people that are living uh, a good life or a positive life or fighting the good fight, they're like, yo, those you, know, you can live by those quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll and they'll help you get through some of the the tough times in life. Oh, right, yeah. right. I was also curious too, Mike. So when you go back for these kinds of th- uh, Jersey Shore family vacation, yeah. Thursdays at eight o'clock. <laughs> um, is that does. Being with all them, all the cameras around, I'm sure that devil on your shoulder is right there too, saying like, "Remember this." Like, does that got to be hard too, right? Um, I mean, listen, if we uh, back around the the first uh, vacation, which was uh, the reboot, which was I don't know, was it uh, two years ago, maybe? Um, that was the first time that uh, they rebooted it, and I was just newly sober. I was worried. So you're really I was the I test was there. worried because. Uh, I was a little bit overweight. Uh, I wasn't the situation. I wasn't, I, I kind of identified myself as this guy that gets women and has a six pack. And at that time, at that particular time period, I did not have a six pack. I had a girlfriend and I was overweight. So, you know, you're wondering, is America going to love you? Is the show going to be successful? Am I going to be contribute? Am I going to be able to
able to contribute to this show with all these big names on it. They're all yeah. big names. They right. all yeah. have big personalities. Uh, I, the only th the only way that I was able to get through that was to just challenge myself to be like, you know what, you're gonna have to find a different version of yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is a different time in your life right now. If you're the, if you got to be that funny chubby guy for like a season <laughs> or something, then guess what? That's what you got to do. Right. So I started uh, reading like all these quote books and all these books. I was never a guy that read anything, and I started to fall in love with quotes and I started to fall in love with fables and cool little stories, and I was able to turn myself into a different person or a different version of myself for the new seasons of Jersey Shore Family Vacation and came up with this new name, Big Daddy Sitch, mm -hmm. because I had gained a little weight uh, and I was embracing it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm mm -hmm. this TV character, I gotta do it. Um, and it ended up to, and me taking that risk was one of the best things for me because even though I kind of doubted myself and that little devil in my ear was saying, nah, man, you gotta turn back to the old Mike. Yeah. They ain't gonna love you, you know? Uh, eventually I didn't, obviously. Um, and it was the best thing for me because I think America embraced someone that was vulnerable, uh, trying to be sober. Sure. And, uh, you know, uh, I just turned into like a funny uh, chubby guy for a season. Eventually <laughs> I lost the weight. I lost 40 pounds in prison and, and got jacked and in awesome shape and continued to work on myself. But in that particular time period, um, I definitely had some doubts. Uh, yeah, no, I can imagine. Of course, if you're listening, don't forget to click the link in the podcast description to buy your copy of Knocking Doors Down, the autobiography by Carlos Vieira. It's about taking his 13 years of cocaine addiction, over 14 years sober, and doing something more purposeful with your life. If you're looking for a story of inspiration, then get yourself a copy of Knocking Doors Down right now by going to either kddmediacompany.com or click the link in the podcast description right now. Well, the good thing is it sounds like you love yourself and really who cares what anyone else thinks at this point, right? Facts. That's that's awesome what you said. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you have to always believe in yourself. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. if you believe that you can do something, guess what? You're going to do it. And if you yeah. believe that you can't, same's going to happen. Right. And, and, and it happens most in life. And if you have good friends uh, that are going to give you positive affirmations and, and some good positive stuff like that. It's a good thing. So hopefully yeah. people can, you know, listen to this podcast and get through some of their days or some of their tough times. Well, you're, you're saying some things about, for instance, you in prison, we had this cat to uh, Tony Hoffman on here who he served for uh, armed robbery, stealing opioids. So he had served, um, you know, quite a bit of time. But it was what he did with that time. And can you speak on that within prison? Because you mentioned even in that time, it sounded like you made something of that time. Almost yeah. a, a, a transformation, not a retransformation, but a transformation overall. And, yeah, and moving uh, forward and changes. I like that what you said. Uh, a lot of guys in there, they they didn't do well in there. Mm -hmm. They would stare at the wall. They would eat Doritos. <laughs> you know, they'd gain weight. They'd be depressed. Mm -hmm. um, that's because they weren't active. They didn't. Um, they that the the time made them. You have to actually yeah. do your time. Um, so um, I would just wake up. I would work out twice a day. I would do intermittent fasting. I had uh, had lost uh, over forty pounds. I had remained sober. Um, my wife would visit uh, once a week. Uh, I would encourage my wife to stay positive. You know, we're going to get through this. The comeback is greater than the setback. This is only sure. a slingshot. We're going to get better. I because I got to also support my wife. Absolutely. She's coming to visits, crying. The bills are are piling up. Uh, you know, I, I can't work during this time. You're not in there alone. She's in there with you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, it was definitely a tough time for us. Um, but I stayed in faith. Mm -hmm. um, I also. 
uh, had faith in myself and my abilities to bounce back from this. And like we just said uh, uh, two seconds ago, if you believe that you can uh, do something or recover from something, you will. Yeah. And the opposite also applies as well. So yeah. I really... Um, had a mission in prison to to take that time to to lose the weight, uh, stay positive, um, stay sober, um, be a positive influence in the, for, for for other people in there as well, mm -hmm. and then come out and ready to to be on the offensive. Yeah. yeah. In addition to your wife, who sounds absolutely amazing, to, I just I can't fathom. Yeah. Oh the, my God. The, she's she's the best. She's the, my better half. Yeah. The strength that that, that takes to stand. You know, because people, it, it's it, and it's no different than addiction. I know we had talked to, to Novak about it. He's you know people like oh you know what you you were doing yourself how terrible for you and it's like no how terrible for my mom or my loved yeah. ones or whatever it is and people that care. You about know you. how did it really affect any of your other family relationships and, and close bonds? Prison there? or or uh, active addiction? It, uh, both really. Uh, I would have to say that, you know, uh, active addiction, you, you know, you're destroying uh, every relationship that you have, you know, uh, family, uh, business, because you're just now making good decisions. And at the end of the day, when you're in active addiction, uh, your priority list is your priority list is pretty skewed. Mm -hmm. It's like I need to make something happen, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I need to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. pretty much it. And everything else gets thrown to the side, uh, and you take for granted, you know, relationships, family, friends, loved ones. And it's not necessarily you, but it is you. Yeah. You know, it's so weird for us to even talk about that because I like what you said before about you know the decisions that it it, it is you, but it's not you. And, and, and you're right. Um, so, um, but at the end of the day, it was my decision and, and other people's decisions to take that substance and it had taken over their life. Mm -hmm. And um, you were behaving uh, irrational, yeah. making bad decisions, ruining relationships. I don't know if I was, I don't think I was ever like stealing from people, but I know that happens in, in, in other uh, situations where people are stealing and robbing and things like that. And it just comes down to... Um, it's just a, a seriously negative behavior trait mm -hmm. to be taking yeah. drugs or to, to even alcohol is not even a, a, a good behavior. I mean, if you, we put it on a, on a list of black and white and how good it, the positives and negatives, I'm going to win. Right, it's, it's, right. it's, not, it's not that good for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just others can, I guess, uh, re, re, have a, a normal life and others just yeah. like let it take it over, you know? Yeah. Normies. Damn normies. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, I just can't. One. We talked about this before yeah. when we had this pizza party. Like, if we were to party, you know, today, like, and I made that decision, which I know not to and I wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't just be for one day. It wouldn't just be for one hour. It, it would be to the extreme, right. which that's the type of person I am. And, I, and, yeah. and since I know that. I can't let that be stout. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think here's a good quote that I read the other day. Uh, one of my heroes in sobriety and being that your sober date is the 24th of December. He said, uh, I'd love to have a drink today, but I got plans for Christmas. That was Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Robert you know, Downey, love man. And it was yeah. just something like that when I because I still have those, you know, and people don't realize they just think. Ah, oh, you've gotten clean, and mm -mm. you know, like no. you're saying, that demon. It never it still comes no, in. Sometimes it still comes it, in. It, uh, I tell my wife, and she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it still comes in every now and then." You know, what I mean, you you have to have that other voice, yeah. you know, tell yeah. it, you know, to chill the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, what I'm yeah. yeah. I mean, I I saw something uh, the other day about um, you know, like a good wolf and a bad wolf, uh -huh. and that inside of all of us, we have a good wolf and we have a bad wolf, and the wolf that wins is the one 
one that you feed it. Right. So right. that's yeah. really the truth of the matter. I like you know? that. You know, yeah. we all have like a good side and a bad side in us. I think that's the truth. And whatever side wins is the side that you pay the attention to it. You know, almost yeah. like the grass is greener wherever you water it. Sure, exactly yeah. wherever you want yeah. it. Yeah. 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 No, and it's it's funny you talk about because I actually, I think it was on the plane here to see you that I was telling Mike about the last time that I fell off. I heard a noise and a smell that were very familiar of trauma yeah, that and happens. it drove my anxiety. Yeah. And the next thing I know, uh, 18 pack is gone. And it's just like yep. that. And that's what people yeah. maybe don't understand when you sit yeah. and tell them, it's like, oh, you, you've done your recovery. You, you know, you got your blue book, you got yeah. your sober date, you yep. got your, you know, the people that you call and it's like, yeah. it's just gone, right? It's like, no. It's a constant uh, work in progress. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we have the tools. Um, but you have to p implement them. It's, yeah. it's, and, and, and one day at a time is not even, it's not cliche, mm -hmm. but if you follow it, you'll be good. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. one day at a time, you be your best self. After that, at, you know, 12 o'clock when you put your head down, let go and let God, I did my best. If you have that formula in life, love and work, you're going to kill it because yeah. you're putting your all into that one day and then you're going to sleep. And every single day you're putting your all in and that's where you start to make some headway. That's when you right. start to win. And I think the importance of the one day, at least for me and people that, that have helped me in, in how to break it down is um, we don't, you don't necessarily have to look at it every millisecond or everything else. The reason being is a lot of us that are addicts have anxiety issues and all these things. And the more shit we throw at it in a day, it, it drives that anxiety. Yeah. So I just make it as simple as, like you said, this is one day. Just yeah. the one to the yeah. twenty-four hour period, uh, uh -huh. and and it's and it's a goal by the end of the day. That's all it is. So yep. don't sit there and go, okay, I got to wake up and brush my teeth this direction and do all these little things and and have it all antiquated out. It's like no, just one day. Yeah, I don't even um, I don't even try to complicate my days either. Like if I know that I have certain um, tasks or gigs to do, um, and I'm running multiple businesses right now, uh, I, nice. I make it a point. To tell you know like our team like listen we're doing just one thing today we'll do one thing tomorrow we'll do i space it out sure. you know i believe life is a marathon and yeah. it's not a sprint and i don't want to be too quotey but i love quotes but <laughs> um you know i i just you don't want to complicate yourself especially when you have like that addictive like perfectionist mindset yeah, right, that right. we that we sometimes have yeah. yeah. So what other business? I didn't know this entrepreneur right oh, here. Oh no! What you got going? Oh no! No nothing, man. I just have this, <laughs> you know, this little t-shirt business uh, we've had for the past couple of years. Um, it is uh, thesituationsstore.com. Okay. And cool. um, we sell all different types of t-shirts. Uh, mo most of them are motivational. Mm -hmm. You know, the comeback is greater than the setback. We didn't come this far just to come this far. Right. Um, all these cool That's little cool. uh, t-shirts. And usually, when people like buy them and put them on, they're like, "Oh my God, I feel like a superhero." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so cool. That's so awesome. So we've, we've had that for the past um, three years, I think. Um, and actually, it, it, I have some Jersey Shore roots that I used to work at a t-shirt shop in the first Jersey Shore series. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty cool that, you know, almost 10 years later, I now own my own shop. I think in the next year or so, we'll, we'll move into like a brick or mortar or something right, like that. Right. Uh, I also just launched um, my own nutritional line oh, called uh, Brotrition. Brotrition. <laughs> Very on brand, guys. Okay. And if you need some protein, I have some protein. I was nice. gonna, I'm yes. trying to think of ways to yes. work in the situation. Yes. But I've been doing that this whole um, time. <laughs> so we just launched this past week because of the premiere of the show. Um, also, we have uh, one uh, year anniversary of uh, 
being an advocate for recovery for Banyan Treatment Centers, which we're here right now doing the podcast for, which is really awesome. I just celebrated, uh, I think I said it before, which was my second wedding anniversary for the wife. She's an angel. Um, Did I forget anything? No? I'm doing good. Okay. You're good. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're doing good. Uh, and also we're launching a fitness project soon, which is um, like an online training thing where um, um, I have videoed all of my workouts, put them online for people to follow. And then every single week I do about one, I will do like one to two one to three lives and give people VIP footage of how I'm working out, what I'm doing so that they can also work out like the situation. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Too. Very cool. That is dope. Yeah. Now when you're talking about that, cause uh, you know, we were talking about Carlos Vieira, the gentleman that, you know, started this podcast, his autobiography. And of course the clothing I'm wearing is his brand 5150. Cause the last night that he used and got arrested, oh, he got the a cops, 51, he got cops 51, gave 50? him a 5150. Oh, so he took the brand and flipped it on its end to mean something that's else. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. So it's yes. kind of when you were talking about that but i'm digging the fitness stuff because there's so many people that need mentorship so like the work you're doing with banyan treatment centers getting out speaking with people but with fitness as well so it's pretty cool that mentorship now you're being a mentor when you probably need those mentors before what is that meaning to you right now um, in life it's just i'm just living a, a good quality healthy life now you know what i'm saying and if you did a snapshot of who i am now and send it to me maybe you know, 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, this guy's five years clean and sober. He's married for two years. You know, I'm still on a number one show on MTV, but now I'm doing it with integrity, peace, and purpose. Totally sure. different. And, you, and, and I would have told you back then, that's not going to sell, kid. Nobody yeah, wants to see that. Right. But that's the opposite. That's not, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? That was the devil talking. Yeah. And I just shut him down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just trying to just uh, one day at a time, um, you know, just break the stigma, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Help other people through my story. Um, I think I said it when we were having our pizza party. I did it for myself. I did it for my wife, my future. But also anybody who has fell down, couldn't get back up. We said it like if Mike got up. I, I can too. To come back is greater than a setback. Yeah. Was that uh, being that we're in the fighting city of Philadelphia, the yes. in Rocky Balboa? Yes. Life's not about how hard you can yes. hit. It's about how hard you can get hit yep. and keep going. I love it. So, yep. Know, I love it. Yep. Yeah. I'm that dude that like has that like ringtone in the morning. Yo. Yo, you gotta have that motivation. Ask my wife. She gets so pissed at me because every <laughs> single day when I wake up, I have to put on some sort of superhero movie just to wake up. Oh, yeah? Um, whether it's Avengers, whether Avengers 1, 2, 3, or 4, or um, maybe I'll put Batman just on. Just get motivated. Just get inspired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, just to get inspired, man. I, get, I put my clothes on, get ready for my workout, get ready for whatever I have to do for the day, um, and just get ready for the fight because a lot of people don't realize in life it's a fight. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, I'm, you know, that gave fight. me the chills because he knows I'm a big superhero guy. I have on repeat from uh, Batman Begins. Oh, you do? With, the with, chant? The, the chant? No, no. The, the Well, the first one. Oh, that's so, Dark Knight. That's Dark Knight. Yeah, so the first one and where, where Bruce Wayne goes, what would you have me do, Alfred and Michael Kine with these voice? Yeah. Endure, Mr. Wayne. So it's that oh, endure, yes. you know, that quote, that little part. It's yes. just like, yeah. all right, you, you can push through this if it's an anxiety attack, if it's a shitty day at work 
I love my kids, but it, when they're acting a fool, yep. and you're just like, motherfucker, you know? Like, I love it. That I gotta day, get in touch just, with my superhero I'm, movie. I do it. I'm a. I don't big, know what the fuck you guys dude, are talking I'm big about. Into, I'm big into Batman. I put Dark Knight on yeah. all the time, whether it's an Avenger or not. I in in sometimes even when I'm working out, you know the chant from Dark Knight when he that gets out of the hole. Reese, Reese, follow, follow. That's like a combination of multiple yeah, languages, so, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to mean you know that chant gets you the just, chant where the, he's getting out of the hole and he's climbing up yeah. with the rope and stuff when everyone's chanting for him so it's just at the end of the day what i'm explaining anyone that's listening can also do it doesn't have to be a superhero movie it could be sure. anything that motivates them music or movies to just get up and fight in life mm -hmm. you know what yeah. i mean because i think in life you only have you know three choices and that's you know give in or give it all you got so it's only two actually but i'm just <laughs> give it all i got you know well and we do so much and i think maybe when we're younger um of looking outward to the world to validate us. Oh my God! So yeah, that's so good that you said that because especially with social media, people just yes. they're all over that right now, and and it's just like a smoke and mirrors. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're trying to get validation from all of the wrong places. I yeah. love that you said that. It's so meaningful right now. Um, where you need to find validation is from within, yeah. and it's there. You know yourself, your higher power. Because um, you know. I think I think it's leading towards uh, more mental illness issues and even addiction issues because people are looking for connectivity and then if you're looking much uh, addiction the opposite of connectivity yeah and but if you're sitting and you're looking more outward at, at all these things and it's false i just see it leading more and more people down a negative path to it was was this created for what is happening right now did they yeah. create this for this exact outcome like a social media was created to bring us together, mm -hmm. yeah. but was it really created for that? Yeah. Was it created to bring us farther apart? Which it, I think it is bringing us farther apart. Oh, actually. for sure. Oh, I think so. Absolutely. We, we see it all the time, you know, with some of our guests, just people just saying the dumbest shit just to be mean. And, and I've messaged- For attention, it, yeah. Yeah, I've messaged a few people directly and I go, hey, saw you commented on our podcast page. Is there anything going on that I can discuss with you? Oh. And some people tell you to fuck off. And there's been a couple of people that are like, well, I'm honestly really struggling right now. Okay, what's this, what's the struggle? And so you can get a little conversation. Yeah. But, you know, some people just are not open to that. That's why me and Jason balance each other out. Because he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, what's going on? He's I'm deep. like, fuck them. Don't he's talk deep, to them. He's deep, man. He's deep. I'm like, don't talk to them. He's, he's a, talking he, all this shit. I got nothing to say to them. He's <laughs> on to something. You're so deep, right. Any, anytime deep. someone, uh, I like that. Anytime someone DMs me something like horrible. Yeah. Or not DM or even a comment. 99% of the time, if I hit them back and I say, God bless, or, you know, like a cool quote that that really means something uh, in, that responds to them, you know what they say every time back? I'm sorry, I just wanted you to respond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just wanted your attention. You're like, what? And I'm just like, that's insanity, man. Why would you even want to do that? All yeah. that to get It's like the stupid man. shit when you're young and you have a toxic relationship and you kind of want to split up with her, but you're at the same club and she goes and kisses your buddy. I just wanted your attention. It's like, why the fuck would you hurt yourself and present yourself as being shitty just to achieve attention? It also goes back to humans being faulted at the core. Right. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. We are a work in progress. <laughs> yep, it, it's, yep, a, yep. it's a journey, like you said. Yes, no sir. Yep, it is. It is not about the destination, fellas. We know it is about mm. the journey. The journey. Yeah, yeah. And, and also being present. That is most important. A lot of people are depressed or, or have anxiety sometimes, 
and, and the meaning is, is, is that they're not in the present moment sometimes yeah, and yeah. they need to get back to that present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's such a hard thing. And it's interesting because we've talked a lot of, with different people about, um, you know, mentorship and influence and stuff. And I, we even brought up, you know, like Michael Jordan, when we were talking to Caitlyn Jenner of, of, and people say Michael Jordan's ability wasn't so much his physical side, but it was his mental side and his ability to be present in the moment. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan missed shots, people. He yep. didn't always make the fucking game winner. Yep. And I believe, well, we don't all have our Jordans on yep. today, but uh, yep, yep, yep. but oh, there's I, a reason. I, I, I got them on, guys. I saw I typically saw do, not today. Jordan. Sorry, um, damn it. But, <laughs> but, but it was his ability to be in the moment and realize some shots are missed. It's fault. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's 100%. Yep. But it doesn't mean I'm going to stop taking yep. that shot. Yep. You know? I think what you just said is um, greatness is in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need to get back to that. Yeah. I always try to be in the moment um, as much as I possibly can. Obviously, we're human mm-hmm. and sometimes we get in our own way, but that's something that I always practice to yeah. be in the moment. Yeah. Well, and there's so much that can pull us technology yeah. and yeah. all these other stuff. Yeah, definitely. You always have to, another good thing to do, and I'm sure you guys realize, is uh, to reevaluate yourself uh, as much as you can. You know, mm-hmm. why am I feeling this way? Uh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, how can I uh, improve or, you know, and, and also I always bring it through a filter of uh, expectations, pride and ego. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm bothered by something and I'm like, why am I bothered? And then I go to expectations and I'm like, was it expectations? And I'm like, wow, it was. Well, I shouldn't be pissed off then. All right, forget it. <laughs> uh, what, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like you run it through ego, you know, was it ego? Wow, it might have been ego. Maybe I wanted them to say I was the best person ever, or the best reality star, or the you know the right, right. Kim Kardashian male version. I don't know. Sure, yeah, sure. All right, it's ego trying to throw that out. So yeah, I, I like to run it through though, and pride too. I like to run it through those three filters. Um, and ninety nine percent of the time, once I run it through those three filters, there's no reason to be upset anymore. You know right. what I'm saying? And also, you run it through those filters for other people too. Sure. Like, why did that person say that to me? And you're like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, I should get them a, a therapist for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, that's nah, it. No, nah, no, guess what you get for Christmas. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny you, you say that. I honestly have, have told people before that, that don't understand, and I've said, thank goodness you don't understand and you're not an addict. That's a wonderful thing. I don't totally want you to understand, but the best I can explain, you know, and I'll lay that out there. And then I'll say, if you really looked at the 12 steps, it would do everybody marvelous. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. How many of us don't need to make an amends that are yep. sober? Oh, that's those, great you know? that you How said that. Things that. We can solve a ton of problems with the steps, with yeah. a lot of things that are going on right now. Yeah. Um, and, and to be honest, I have to give credit to the way that I live my life through everything, through steps, through the principles that I've le- learned in recovery. Mm. So um, if I didn't make those mistakes back in the day and fall, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Sure, yeah. And I wouldn't be having people call me up like, yo, can you be my spiritual advisor, kid? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, But uh, that's really cool today, though. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing with that video series that, that, that you're doing? Uh, the Hope Dealer? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we just started. Uh, uh, a month or so ago, a new series on YouTube that we partnered with Banyan Treatment Centers. Okay. Uh, and this is, is like a new show, new show on YouTube. And it really just, uh, it's like, you know, stories about people that have overcome obstacles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to spotlight, you know, the positive stories, the people that have, have picked themselves up, dusted themselves off 
and and now they're just living their best life. So I want so that other people that are in the hole, they, they have something to refer yeah. to that hey, you know, they recovered, I can recover. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just started that project. It's called the Hope Dealer. Also, it's on Instagram at the Hope Dealer, um, and um, you know, it's like a monthly project for us. So it's it's, cool. it's really cool. Yeah, that along with cool, my yeah. service work with Banyan Treatment Centers as well. They, these guys are top notch here. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you guys walked around, but these guys are top notch. This facilities uh, and and the facilities that they have across the country. And if anyone that you know is suffering from the disease of addiction or a mental health issue, please call one eight eight two seven zero five seven one two. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's awesome, man. We love it. Well, hey, we're going to get to some rapid-fire questions here before we wrap things up. Mikey, I'll kick it off. Being that you and I are superhero, uh, superhero oh guys, my God. if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Um, I would do... Um, my brain is going towards Superman and to fly. Okay. But that's just... But I'm not, I'm not executing. I'm not pulling the trigger on that because... <laughs> Um, you know, I'm, that's like a, um, like an instant gratification type of thing. I I really think that I should, I can go even better than just flying. Um, I, I would have to say teleport. That's mine. Every time. That's teleport. teleport. We flew to Philly, Mike. You, you know, we flew to Philly. <laughs> I just jumped on I his back. I hate airplanes, bro. And I'm not afraid that it's going to go. That's not what I'm worried about it going down. But we were there for three and a half hours. I can't move. I can't get up. I can't go anywhere. You're sat there for that long. That was just a Chicago. We get to Chicago. We chill for five hours. Layover. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake, I just want to get there already. <laughs> Teleport, right? Teleport. Bam. Uh, yeah. We're in Philly. See, this Bam. is where I, you get the softy of me and mine's to heal people. Like if I could touch someone. Oh, and, damn. See, don't yeah. you feel like a dick now? Now I <laughs> do. Now I do. Every and time. I, and I knew he was going to trump us, go too. I knew he was going to because th- that's why I said my first thought process was like right. an instant gratification. Like little kid, sure. like let me be Superman. Mm-hmm. Let me go super strength. But he came with to heal people. So now I'm just going to just leave the interview now. That I, I was, still stay with teleportation. Best, that was the best answer. He just, he just won. Uh, All right. I got one for you. So if you can have dinner with anybody you want, dead or alive, who would it be? Without obvious answers like, you know, your wife, stuff like that. Like, Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, it could be. I'm, I'm, not, be I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a big guy that... Uh, that looks up to too many people. Uh, I, I like look up to like my you know my own higher power and things like that. But sure. yeah. uh, I'd have to say uh, the Rock, the man. Oh, is, yeah. I could see. Yo, that. the man is just killing the game. He's he, badass. He has killed the game for. I don't even know. Is it two decades now? Probably uh, longer than that. longer he than de- that. He debuted actually the day we're recording this is WWE Survivor Series. It was twenty. He was in 96. So let's talk about it. The man killed the game in yeah. in uh, the WWE, right? Right, right. Then he killed the game in um, uh, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he he kills the game in everything. Everything yeah. he Everything does. that he does touches, everything he touches, touches. Bought the XFL, gold. has his own line of Under Armour yes, gear. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. Just, so so pretty much, I just, and I love his work ethic. I, I kind of love some of the messages that he delivers. Absolutely. They're, mm-hmm. they're like very integrity driven and, yeah, and, sure. and, and positive. So I really, like that and plus he's into lifting too and so am yeah. i so probably the rock i have quick little story i have met him before oh yeah uh in my crazy in my crazy my crazy days uh i bumped into him at an airport 
And I was definitely uh, probably high, probably. But that's fine. I have to, you know, be honest. You remember yeah. it, though. Yeah, I do remember, which is really good. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, it was definitely during Jersey Shore days, and we were like the biggest show on MTV. We said 9 million viewers. Yeah. Uh, I saw him at the airport, and he said to me, Situation, America loves you, and no one has taught you, and, and you taught yourself how to brand yourself or something like that. It was really cool. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. It was He's really cool. cool he, didn't have to, he didn't have to stop me. He didn't have to be so cool. He didn't have to give me, like, all these props you right. know what i'm saying um but i i'll never forget it was pretty yeah. cool and i also met robert downey jr he was also really what? cool too i yeah. would love okay. to meet robert downey got, jr yeah. man because that's my dinner that pick <laughs> i gotta have that story uh i'll be honest i wasn't sober when i spoke to him mm -hmm. and um i his message i don't remember the exact conversation was pretty much like a message of like you know you gotta like do the right thing and clean up clean yeah. your act up type of thing yeah he really. seems like a no bullshit kind of guy yeah i saw him at like a, um like one of those daytime shows. Um, um, God, uh, what was that daytime show? Uh, he was great on, on the CBS. One of those CBS ones. He was great mm -hmm. on the on David Letterman's uh, My Next Guest on Netflix. It's really. Oh, good I love. You, I think he's great, and yeah. I love his comeback story too. So yeah, yeah. Um, I was yeah people don't know that Letterman was an alcoholic. Oh, really? Yeah, Letterman was an alcoholic, and it was pretty early on in the Letterman show, and he realized, yeah. I'm going to fuck this up if I don't get clean. So uh, many people don't know. I would love to be able to speak with David Letterman on that. Yeah, a lot of the great ones uh, are the ones that have been to the dark side yep. and have mm. returned. Yeah, yeah. Or, or don't. There's many people that, that took him down. Yes, you know? yes, yes. It's very so, true. There's many that, that aren't here that yes. passed away. As, you know, Seymour Hoffman. And, you know, oh, yes, I, mean, I loved him. Farley. People that I admired. Chris Farley. We spoke with Tom Farley, Chris Farley's brother. You know? Yeah, there was, a, so. there was a couple people recently that, that that happened to. Yeah. Yeah, the past like two years, three years. Yeah. yeah. Damn so. it's, it's It's sad. Yeah. yeah all uh, right. Uh, another fun one. Pet peeve. What's your Any pet peeves? Stuff that just annoys the shit out out of you because i'm in recovery i'm big on like uh your word if you say you're gonna do something i flip out if you don't because mm. mm. yeah. i come through you yeah. know what i mean yeah, Be, right? i come through if i say i'm gonna do something i do it yeah. yeah that's one of the things that i really had to work on for me that I really had to change is like okay if I say I'm gonna get something done at this time or be there or whatever it is you know, it didn't yeah. matter if it's, uh, who cares if you're going through one of those anxiety or depression, yeah. moves, get your ass up, get there and yep. get the job done. Yeah. That's you know? how I am. I mean, I like they, I had to go to prison. I had to pay those fines. I had to pay the restitution. It was all from my decision of being careless and reckless, but, um, I was held to the letter of the law yeah. and made an example. So, um, me, um, um, Let's just say um, proving myself by actions, I, I, I'm a man of my word. So if mm -hmm. I say I'm going to be there for you, I'm definitely there for you. If I say I'm going to, you know, do something for you, I will. Yeah. You know, you get a flat tire, I'll be there. You know, yeah, I'm one of those sure. guys. For sure. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, last one. If they were to make a movie about you, who would you want to play you? Well, this is a fun one. Oh, uh, goodness. Uh, Don't say me because I know my guns are impressive. My <laughs> Uh, goodness for those uh, who can't see and are listening mike's arms are probably about 10 inches bigger around than oh mine. God. that's why i'm oh making this joke oh, uh, i don't i don't inches. know i <laughs> mean uh goodness um you know what i can't play myself so um i'd have to say uh what about the guy that plays Thor? Maybe dies hair. Chris Hemsworth. Chris, I could see that. Maybe he dies hair Why dark. Just say I don't the know. Rock, dude. 
The rock, the rock. Rock is six two. I'm five eleven. <laughs> and he's, and he's Samoan and black. Yeah, it's exactly. hard to yeah. pull off the yeah, Italian. Yeah, he's not gonna pull off the Italian. Um, I don't know. Do you have? I mean, who could play me? I don't know. Oh. Is a rock that big? He's rock, yes. rock is six two. I didn't realize he was I'm that five eleven. Yeah, he's probably he's uh, he, he might even be six three. Yeah, he's a little. When I met, well, I didn't meet him when I he was coming down the aisle and I was right there. He's probably about an inch taller than me and about hundred and eighty pounds bigger than I am. He's huge, man. Oh, yeah, man. I, I even I think Chris Helmsworth is also six two. Pretty uh, big guy. Uh, but I uh, Shia LaBeouf would be too small. Yeah, but he would be able to pull off the yeah, role. Yeah, he, he I think Shia he'd be LaBeouf. Able, for I think sure, he'd be able yeah. to pull off the role, especially the crazy. Days. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Mike, is there anything for those that are listening that you can give a, a, an uplifting message to? Either if it's them going through recovery, they have a family member that's an addict that's either still actively in addiction or going through recovery, or just really all of your words are, are, have been up, uplifting for anyone in life just looking to make changes. But anything, uh, any words of encouragement before we wrap it up? Um, I would have to say to never give up. Number number one, we don't give up around here. And um, you can't go back and change the beginning of a story, mm-hmm. but you can start where you are now, and we can change the ending. I love it. Keep turning pages, right? Thank you, brother. I got right. one more thing. I got one more thing. Go for you, it, Mike. Jersey Shore Thursdays at eight o'clock. Yes. Right. Yep. 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 <laughs> Jersey is Thursdays eight seven central on MTV. Eight seven central on MTV. Yes. Well, this there guy go. trying yeah. to get. I got it. you, yes. Mike. Yeah. I got you. And if the Viacom people are listening, put this shit on yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. This has been a real honor and a pleasure, man. Thank you for Thank your you time. Thank you guys so much. It was an awesome conversation. I really appreciated uh, how deep we went. Yeah. Hell yeah. Likewise. Thank you. Thanks. Knocking doors down. Real people. Real stories. Real life. Real discussions of life struggles, including addiction, relationships, finances, and more. But even more importantly, living with them, overcoming them, and conquering them. Celebrities, experts, and everyday people talk about how they were able to break through whatever life handed them by knocking doors down. New podcast episodes are available every Thursday. Subscribe now on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, or at kddmediacompany.com. Mike, the situation. What a good dude. Dude, he was cool as shit. Yeah. He was hella cool. I, I mean, I expected him to be cool, but like meeting him in person, it's like, yeah, we we vibed really well. Yeah. Yeah, he was easy to talk I like to. that he had a sense of humor about himself making fun of the velour suit. He's yeah. like, how, how stereotypical can an Italian guy be in a velour suit? Well, we're eating pizza prior to the interview, and he's like, man, you guys are hella West Coast. You guys, well, he didn't say hella. He's like, you guys are West Coast, man. I'm like, motherfucker, you're hella East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great. He was great, man. I loved talking to him. Yeah, really appreciate the open and honest, uh, transparent conversation conversation and uh it was uh, it was a real cool joy uh, of course for those that are listening maybe don't follow us on social media you can search knocking doors down on uh, facebook and instagram we're also on twitter by searching knocking doors down links are in the podcast description but uh you know for those who don't know mikey and i uh we talked to him in person in philadelphia so yeah. we we did some traveling not only with the uh, mike the situation but coming up for you we've got bam margera and brandon novak and that'll be coming out new year's eve so bam and brand definitely one you don't want to miss because not only of course do we get into uh where they've transitioned where they're at now in life but boy they go into some crazy stories that uh that did not make tv so there's some uh, crazy shit those guys did and uh it's it's a miracle they're alive and um, they definitely talk about it with a hint of humor about it, yet at the same time, humility and, and humbleness to uh, being in such a different place now with life. You know what's crazy, too, is I'm so horrible at geography. Like, 
when we were leaving Mike, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm heading back to Jersey today. I'm like, oh, you ain't catching a flight? And they're, no, dude, it's down the road like an hour. And I'm like, wait, what? We're that far east? Like, I had no idea Philadelphia was on the other side of the damn country. I just, I, I was horrible at geography. Apparently still am. But, yeah, it's crazy. But it was definitely a good time there. I love the city of Philadelphia. And um, aside from freezing my ass off, it was a great time. Yeah, it really was. And, of course, we couldn't have done any of it without 5150 LTM. That's the apparel that you'll see Mikey and myself in. If you're following us on social media, you'll see that I had the uh, the varsity jacket, was wearing that when we went to the Rocky statue in Philadelphia. Uh, you can get all that great gear all in time for the holidays just by clicking the link in the podcast description and uh, go to the website. And I, of course, had the KDD hat that is not available yet, but will be available for purchase soon. Yes, we've had a lot of requests. I've had several people, hey, I want one of those KDD media hats. So we are working on getting some of that gear out there for you guys as well. Anything else you want to add, Mikey? No, I'm going home. (laughs) On that note, folks, keep knocking doors down. The Knockin' Doors Down book shares all the history and inspiration behind the Carlos Vieira Foundation and how it all started. All proceeds from the book benefit the Carlos Vieira Foundation's Race to Be Drug-Free campaign. So what's that all about? Through the Race to Be Drug-Free campaign, Carlos Vieira Foundation raises awareness about drug abuse, donates to drug-free programs, and brings drug-free speakers into schools to educate youth. The Race to Be Drug-Free campaign's main program is the Gloves Not Drugs boxing program. This program is completely free for kids between the ages of 8 and 17 to learn discipline, strength, respect, camaraderie, and the art of boxing and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. The program was created to keep kids off the streets, out of gangs, and away from drugs. For more info and to get involved, check out carlosvierafoundation.org. This podcast contains the views and opinions of the knocking doors down hosts and their guests to the show. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is sharing their unique perspective, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Privacy is of the utmost importance to us. For those wishing anonymity, people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect confidentiality at the request of certain guests. This website or podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with their content establish a doctor-patient relationship. If you find any errors in any of the content of this podcast or blogs, please send a message through the contact page. This podcast is owned by KDD Media Company.